they all came with loaded guns put snipers on the hill and stuff tell us to come what? out with our hands up there's snipers bro we've done crap i've woken up to like shotguns in my face i got one on instagram the other day a oh, dick pic God. yeah oh my god i was gosh. like are you serious that's crazy. if anyone's out there please don't send us dick pics <laughs> Welcome to the Digital Social Hour. I'm your host, Sean Kelly. I'm here with my co-host, Charlie Cavalier, and our guest today, Fraser K. Yeah, so, what's up, guys? Great to be here. Doing well, man. Definitely. What brings you uh, into town? Uh, I've moved out to Vegas to start training boxing, actually, now. Nice. Um, I live with my brother, Nikon, my girlfriend, Charlotte. Jarvis is in this YouTube tournament. Um, his coach, Otis, lives out here, trains in the Mayweather gym, so this is the place we, we came to. We had to be. Nice. Have yeah. you uh, met Mayweather? Yeah, yeah, we met Mayweather. It was really, really, really crazy experience. Um, Jarvis sparred him twice. Whoa. Yeah. Wow. I don't know if you know that. Yeah, Jarvis sparred him. We made one video out of it, um, wow. which was really cool. And then we went back the next day, and he kind of just showed up to the gym. He was like, Jarvis, I want to work with you. <laughs> and we're like, all right, let's Jarvis you back in there. Yes. Did he land a hit on him? Uh, I think, no, he landed, yeah. So uh, Mayweather got a slight bit of respect for Jarvis, actually, because he landed a hit on him, and most people don't. Whoa. Like a like a little hit, not like he he clapped him, you know what I'm saying? But like a little touch, which was which is cool. It's Mayweather, man. Like you don't yeah. you don't touch Floyd. Like it's nah. cool. Yeah, that's unheard of. Yeah, but no, but mate, it's a surreal experience. You know, training in the gym, the guys there are just super cool, super down to earth, and it's really it's it's the best place to be, man. I love boxing gyms now. Hell yeah, yeah. It seems to have really picked up. I mean, there's a lot of people, yeah. you know, grabbing the gloves, getting in the ring. Absolutely. What do you want to get out of boxing? Mm. I, I want to get that's a great question I do wanna, <laughs> I, I, first of all foremost is my fitness right mm. so like um i'm 27 and i've spent a lot of my life partying mm. you know, i lived in los angeles for five years um so the fitness aspect to it number one is just like the best thing you know every day i feel great boxing waking up working out running with all the guys the kind of team the team spirit that it brings to you when you're all like, you know, you can go and keep running. Mm. I love that. And then obviously down the line, a boxing fight. I've seen kind of like the glory, you know, your moment like Jarvis has had before. He's had two now. Mm. And, and you know, he, he he says, he's like, I can't wait for you guys to have your moment as well. And, right. uh, you know, it's just kind of like Muhammad Ali said, you know, you're all working towards like the, uh, that kind of like angle. Um, which I guess hopefully is raising your hand up in that ring and celebrating a victory. Right. So that, that would be that would be really cool. Before boxing, you were doing a lot of Fortnite content. Yeah. Why do you think Fortnite fell off? Oh, mate. Um, I don't think Fortnite Epic Games was ready. Oh, because they banned Jarvis, actually. <laughs> 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 uh, no, I'm just joking. But I don't think they were ready for the skill gap yeah you know what i'm saying like so when the game first came out there was uh everyone was kind of on the same level then before you knew it you would go into a game and you don't go past the first 50 people like the last the you last... just get wrecked yeah you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so they they also changed the game um they kept changing it every season it was like a different whole game you know what i'm saying so it's, it's sustainable for a certain amount of time mm. you know not everyone's going to stay interested and and obviously it's, it's entertainment not everything lasts forever you know it had right. a, i think a really good run it did. I yeah, I don't think there has been a game as big as Fortnite since Fortnite. Maybe I'm mistaken. Maybe there's like a every ten year old type type right. game. Was like, Call of Duty as big or no? Yeah, but that's that's all that's been there, you know what I'm saying? Like COD's been there. Fortnite came out, it was like, right, oh, right. like went straight to the top. You got Drake streaming it, you've got all those guys on the game, which you really don't see nowadays too much. 
just trying to think i'm not misspeaking but yeah no yeah, I haven't really seen it since that Ninja Drake stream. Yeah, or anything no. like that. I know they've got some really cool stuff in Fortnite now. They they made it kind of like Roblox, where you can literally create your own game in Fortnite. Mm. So you can you can kind of make like Call of Duty in Fortnite and like campaign missions in Fortnite. Wow. Yeah, That's like cool. it, it's opened the creativity to a whole nother level. Um, it's kind of like a Unreal Editor in yeah. the game. Yeah. Like Epic Games owns Unreal Editor, yeah. so I I do see longevity in it now, especially for the the core fan base it has interesting and what yeah. about esports as a whole because a lot of these clans aren't actually profitable yeah man esports that's a scary one i i obviously you know i i love esports i really hope it has all the success in the world right but i do have have seen obviously um organizations struggling all of them a lot of them are you know really really struggling um, i think the model from what i've seen on tweets right the model of like invest the money in spend ridiculous amount of money there and just kind of like keep funneling into this black hole has kind of been like how things operate can't can't be sustainable can't mm. work anymore especially as not many investors want to put money in so uh the the model kind of has to change um it's that's a big question man it's tough yeah. and obviously there's there's you know certain teams have certainly a different different um situation scenarios right. going on but i do wish the best for them all seriously like I, I really do hope all esports teams succeed yeah i feel like if you're not winning the championships the yeah. big prizes you're it's hard to make money yeah ex oh exactly yeah and even when the prize money comes in the prize money is like nothing in comparison to what it costs to run these teams like the pros are on like crazy salaries mm. which they deserve right but then at the same time like how does the the company for example like 100 thieves phase stay profitable you know it's like tough very right. tough yeah you know, it's interesting for me because the most industries that have some sort of, you know, economic gap in that situation, it's the manufacturers that aren't picking up the bill to put out a lot of the money for the winnings, right? Mm -hmm. In this situation, you know, the company that made Fortnite, made Call of Duty, isn't putting up the dollars for these players to play professionally. Yeah. What do video game manufacturers need to do to support the esports industry better? Mm, very good. Yeah. So I think what epic games did at the start of fortnite you know when it was really big with the fortnite creator code was a good step in the right direction you know kind of empowering their creators by sharing revenue um you know that that can definitely help if you have obviously like a following people willing to like support your creator code and stuff yeah um and and kind of exploring more ways that they could they could do that it's a very it's it's a tough one because obviously pros like in an organization it's kind of like a football team you know they're cycled in and out they're signed in and out so for a company as big as epic games to worry about just like an individual person is again like uh it's kind of like a, a micro thing on like a, they're, they're thinking macro I, I yeah the support credit code was a really good step in the right direction i know call of duty have it now i don't mm. know if everybody has access to that but you know kind of all games like rocket league kind of any way for to share revenue on skins i think in game for their pros is is very good yeah, yeah. how much were people making off those creator codes yeah i mean i heard that there was someone making i mean people were making houses a day easily like what clear a it. day yeah like two hundred fifty thousand dollars a day wow. easy there Whoa. was there was a period i think it was like 2019 2020 um anybody that was in fortnite this time will know they re-released the soccer skin like the most popular skin in the game mm -hmm. and at the same time they sent an email to all their creators saying um you're going to get like 4x more revenue for the next two three weeks whatever it was so everyone went extremely hard um and there was a guy i don't know if, I don't know if he said what he made but like they were making like 250 dollars a day wow, <laughs> Stop this skin code thing man so you know for, that that's 
that's insane that is that's insane. actually nuts yeah i didn't know it was like that because they were getting half the revenue right uh no i think it was five percent oh only five percent yeah oh so think of wow yeah and then they took it up to i think to 20 maybe to check those numbers but i know they increased it a bit for a for a short period of time which like shut up everyone's revenue then so is fortnite the biggest video game by far in terms of value has it surpassed call of duty i mean i don't in know. revenue yeah, yeah. In, re in revenue definitely could have i know like minecraft when you look at like a trend on on google google trends for example mm -hmm. like popularity minecraft is just consistently always going like that you've right. got fortnite which is like this roller coaster yeah. got call of duty which is like this and stuff so it, it really does depend um yeah it's a tough one yeah minecraft's been around man i thought it would fall off by now mate same but <laughs> it, it, you have to look at it like minecraft is like you know when we were kids we were playing with legos right we were building yeah. physical lego blocks but yeah. nowadays that's just not a thing kids build their lego blocks in minecraft mm. in the game it's kind yeah, of, I didn't even think it's about kind of the same creative approach when you're a young kid like you know those those sort of fundamental skills that you mm. you do get in a way from playing the game right and yeah. even going further back i'm 33 i remember playing with pixelated 8-bit 16-bit games you know original game boy oh, like wow. seeing the blocks in minecraft it does something to i think yeah. to trigger the nostalgia in us for what we've seen right. previously absolutely. yeah absolutely i didn't think about that. that's cool yeah definitely. i played game boy too i'm not that young really yeah <laughs> Wait, how old are you I'm 26. Oh, no, I see. I'm 27. Yeah. yeah so. I didn't have the first one with the batteries, but I had the Need, one after. Yeah, that. I had the advance. Yeah, the yeah, advanced. yeah. The flip up one. So you had the Game Boy. You didn't have the Game Boy Color. Not no, the Color. No. I never okay. had that. Yes, I had the Game Boy. I'm 33, so I had the Game Boy yeah, Color. Yeah, my brothers had yep. that one. That's sick. That's yeah. sick. No, I'm jealous. They're, they're really. Man, they're worth a lot of money nowadays. I've heard. Yeah. If you have those original skilled games, yeah, they're, they're worth something. So you were an integral part of FaZe Clan, obviously. Yeah. You were there for 10 years. Yeah. Almost 10 years. Yeah. Yeah. You got the ins and outs of the company. Yeah. Why do you think they're struggling so hard right now? Yeah, man. Uh, you know, it's a sad story. I love FaZe. You know, I literally have it tattooed on my body. Mm. All the guys in there I love, man. And I truly hope, truly to my heart, to the bottom of my core, that it can succeed. But no, I think it's unfair to pinpoint it on like one specific thing. This is the reason why it's failing. Mm. But, you know, it's a combination of a lot of stuff. Um, like poor leadership definitely is a main cause of it um people not kind of understanding the culture right like you've got you've got people running the company that don't think that content is the utmost priority mm. when like what is like and you know i actually made a video about this but like you know mr beast even kind of echoed what i'm saying right now on twitter when the whole phase drama was going on a few months ago of tico and phase rain um but but you know they you've got these these guys in there that don't see posting like they they look at tiktok and they're like that's for 12 year olds it's like no that's that, that's the most important thing like you need to be posting but like, you need to be creatively thinking of insane tiktoks because that right. is your brand your brand is content your your sponsorship revenue comes from views you know mm. it's like like you need like content is the number one thing when i was there obviously i was heading up their content on face clan it was going really well um we were doing their tiktoks as well going great um, and I know they've they've had other people step in afterwards to try and to try and you know keep that to keep that up. But you know it's again it's a really hard like you can't just pinpoint it on one thing. Phase Rain has spoken on it really well. Mm -hmm. um, he he said a lot of good things and he's obviously a founder right. He's been there right. for a long time. But but yeah, just not not focusing on content. These guys also take like you know they see it as you know they're I, I can I swear like I'm the yeah. shit. You know yeah. what I'm saying like I'm the top dog. I deserve $10 million a year, whatever it is, just throwing a number out there. It's not a real number, but you know, you've got these guys, these corporate guys sucking up money and they just don't see the value in sp spending money in the right places. Mm. Like, 
you know, they would rather take a salary versus spending a million dollars on some content. What you can do with a million dollars on content is mind blowing. Look Mr. Beast already proved this. Exactly. Yeah. Look what he, look what he, he's proven. Um, so, you know, again, I think that does come down to leadership as well. So it's just, it's a big mixture of things. I, I do hope that the guys there that are still working on trying to save the brand can kind of take it back and, and propel it back to where it deserves to be. You know, it's, right. uh, it's definitely a tough one. And obviously after, you know, Jarvis and I aren't a part of it, we were the face of the brand for yeah. years, right? So it's literally the face has just got... Yeah, you were removed. driving the most views of the whole clan, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And then the faces just get removed. Um, they put new faces on doesn't work maybe it works with some you know it's a it's a tough one man yeah it's hard it's hard to like pinpoint it on one thing but so if you were running the show what would be the first thing that you do tomorrow mm. Buy so many people. <laughs> <laughs> no, i mean straight do you want to name the people that you want to fire or? i don't know if i legally should yeah oh, well should yeah. I? um but yeah no definitely clear out a load of people and then just realign the focus to to content like there needs to be really good content being posted every day like look at what mr beast achieves through his tiktok brand through his youtube brand which are you know it's still him but it's like different content right. um realign the focuses you know i i see the videos they post i'm like <laughs> what are you doing yeah but it's just it's what it is man you know you, you i i went back to the team um a year ago and i was like yo guys like i sat them all down i was like i really want to help you i really want to i you know why is what is this tiktok here like who made this like is right. who's responsible for this because it's horrible <laughs> and and these guys kind of said to me like yo frazier so you know we've been um We've been number one in this race for so long. And this is kind of that, like, you know, boomer, uh, not understanding thing coming out of these guys, these old dudes sitting around a table with me and my brother. Like, yeah, Frazier, you know, we've been in first place for so long. What we're going to have to do is kind of take a step back and come the racetrack. You know, we want to be the racetrack everyone's racing on. And I was like, what? The, what does that even mean? Bro? Like, are you, I'm, I'm not some investor you're trying to get money from. Like, bro, I'm just trying to come and make content. Like, this, you're selling me like some weird thing right here. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't get what you're saying. And I think they're just, yeah, they're clueless, unfortunately. Um, mm. Some of them, not all of them. There are some really good people in FaZe Clan, some really good friends on the corporate side as well. Obviously, the talent I love, but. But yeah, these guys just don't know what's going on there. But you got, you got Norton and Tico in there, which I know uh, advocates for the right thing. And I, right. I do hope can pull some good strings and make, make stuff happen. So. so are their views down a lot, basically, from when you were content? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, it's like it's day and night. Mm. Like, um, FaZe and I, though, went hand in hand, right? Like, so when I was in FaZe, I also had more views. So did FaZe. Mm. And now... For a period, mine were definitely down. Phases were down. Phases stayed down. I I do shorts and stuff now, which yeah, you know my views are more than they've ever been, which is really really cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no. Since we've left, the the views obviously plummeted, like absolutely. And wow. It, 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 you, anybody can see that. Like you can literally just go and look. Yeah. Yeah. It's. I want to dive into your shorts because you're getting, like you said, more views than ever. How do you come up with these videos ideas? You're on my feed like every day. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Um. I mean, yeah, year, years of doing this, uh, first of all, you know, just like kind of being in that like constant creative mind, like I, I'll be somewhere and I'm like, that's a short, like, mm. you know what I'm saying? Like, that's a short, like constantly being in that mindset of like trying to think of something is is always there. Living with my team, like I literally live with Jarvis, Nikon, um, my writer, my editor, everybody like that. So we're always constantly like 
just in that creative mindset um as well as collectively coming together like once a week and really really like squeezing our brains trying to think of stuff mm -hmm. and nowadays you do have stuff like chat gbt which is really cool because you could like i just made this viral video pouring slime over my head and i want to think of something else viral i can pour over my head mm. don't get me wrong we can sit there and think of stuff easily but i can get it in like five seconds i saw that slime on actually <laughs> yeah 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 right so yeah. it's cool yeah i uh chat gbt does help think of like variations of a viral idea but wow. you know i do like using data to get viral ideas to like youtube internet nowadays has tons of data yeah um there's there's millions of programs and third-party apps out there you can pay some money for and it can kind of scrape youtube what's the top performing videos for this month and like just go off like a data perspective like if you really can't think of an idea go and look at what's doing well and kind of like remix it make your own version of it mm. and see if it works you know so you're a numbers guy yeah oh yeah we love data yeah like youtube is great for analytics like the creator studio and what youtube offer you in yeah. the in the back end is is insane and um you can work with you know I, i've hired some consultants before like daryl eaves i've had a few individual consultancies yeah. with him he's mr beasts or was is mr beast strategist so wow even being on a phone with him for like a few hours i'm like whoa like he didn't know that and he just dropped like 10 ideas you know so wow. it's really really cool um there he's a guy that's responsible for thinking up crazy ideas that we've all watched i probably don't want to say that like what the ideas are what the videos were but he thought of a lot of really viral ideas wow sick sick guy what is your biggest worry about being a content creator and having your face and your voice so out there publicly mm. number one is safety Mm -hmm. um safety for sure safety like, you know my like physically like my addresses my phone, yeah. like you know stuff like that I, i've obviously had to deal with my whole life like jarvis one time got hacked um his youtube got hacked like money stuff got hacked you know what i'm saying so like that that first of all you know you've seen um you've seen you know really sad stories about like pmb rock right yeah you know, he posts a story up and somebody that i think wants something he has doesn't like him i shot him it wasn't is, even him though it was his girl right yeah right something yeah. like that yeah like it's crazy so like you know after that happened i was like whoa like job it's like should we just not post stories when we're here because we right. used to just oh i'm here right now yeah yeah that's like wait a sec like is this dangerous <laughs> you know, seriously yeah, yeah it's yeah. crazy to think about and especially in america right because i'm from london where there isn't you know people don't carry weapons like that out here it's it's, it's a lot different so Sa safety for me is something i i always think about i, I don't yeah. walk around with security and stuff we do have a very secure house and everything yeah have you been swatted yet oh yeah yeah so swatting is a thing that i do i used to live with rice gum and yeah. banks for like three four five years so that was at their peak um so swatting became such a normal thing to me that uh I, I was I was working with Rice Gum a lot, like filming his videos and everything. Yeah. And uh, I will never forget, it was so normal to us that we're just in his room and there's police searching his room and they're like, you know, we've been here a million times. We're just doing the SWAT. We're, we're going, <laughs> yeah, we, we, we have to check the rooms by law. I'm like, all right, just we'll just move here. and we just, <laughs> We're just filming it. That's how normal it was. Oh my God. Yeah, like, it's crazy. Because we, we used to live in this glass house. Sometimes they would come with a helicopter and light it up with like this huge wow. bright That's white insane. light put snipers on the hill and stuff tell us to come what? out with our hands up there's snipers oh, bro we've done crap i've woken up to like shotguns in my face <laughs> yo it's great no yeah th th that's obviously again goes back to the safety thing it's like geez like you know you've seen the stories of people online 
dying from yeah. getting swatted. Like, and, and the people that do it going to jail, yeah. rightfully so. Yeah. Can we hear the shotgun in the face story? Yeah, uh, what <laughs> I, I do, I could send you some uh, a video if you want to play on the screen afterwards. Um, but I, I was with Alyssa Banks, a couple of my friends from the UK. We were living um in the in the clout house at the time, mm -hmm. and it was just a normal a normal swatting. But it was uh, just a swatting. We woke up in the morning. I think it was a pretty severe one because they all came with loaded guns. Mm. So uh, I was woken up by the group chat like yo everybody needs to come down to the garage with your hands up i'm like yo i, don't, I was kind of hung over as well i was like <laughs> am i tripping so i I'm, i like open the garage door kind of forget the hands up thing and this guy's like put your hands in here i'm like oh my god yeah put my hands up these guys like pat me all down make sure i'm good the the calls that the the the, the kids would call the swats in for were like crazy things you know like this guy has a hostage in his house this mm. guy has 10 million guns he's got a nuke up there wow. so they're obviously thinking the, the worst right they're doing their jobs as they should be doing yeah. they should be should be doing that um but you know things can happen and what what if i came out the door and dropped my hand accidentally this guy's gonna blow my head off or that's something crazy but yeah no it, it's crazy and that's just one of many stories you know we've we've had like i said snipers on the, on the hillside before and crazy crazy so you literally saw their laser on your body not on our bodies but they were okay. they're on the ground wow. you can see the lasers for sure that's insane that's crazy did they catch the kids that swatted you guys it's a good question i don't know wow. i really don't know i the thing is i think nowadays a lot of these these kids can be really good obviously at being anonymous and everything you know but, you've got i don't know much about it, but like vpn whatever right mm -hmm. so um i know there's like public news stories of of kids getting caught but i don't know if they specifically got the ones that that did it to us yeah which yeah that's crazy what about sim hacking have you been sim hacked no yeah no that was uh i i prevent that hopefully right. <laughs> i don't know <laughs> but no i haven't knock been on sim wood. yeah literally knock on <laughs> no but um but yeah no i i haven't been sim hacked uh jarvis jarvis recently had some weird hack where they like it was like a virus on his computer and that like uh he had he had like a weird crypto stream put on his youtube which is a scam um like you know like uh buy bitcoin here buy Pepe. Like <laughs> yeah. oh wallet <laughs> trainer yeah yeah literally yeah uh but jarvis has been hacked really badly i fortunately enough haven't been um but uh, i think so i've been around for a while you know i do take security measures you know uh, yeah. like cyber security measures mm -hmm. i have a couple friends that kind of did cyber security ish type things that yeah have helped me set up stuff for it but i did the same thing i literally hired someone that does cyber security like yeah, just right? to be safe exactly like, yeah it's so scary especially because i mean you i know you do crypto and everything yeah. so I, I'd, I'd be tripping <laughs> i mean you hear the horror stories of crypto my wallet got drained oh my lost God. all my crypto you signed something accidentally or whatever they, they're doing like yeah yeah you got to like keep that in a bank nowadays surely right like put your i don't like banks oh no like... i mean like a safety safety oh, like deposit. a hard wallet yeah deposit ledgers something. yeah they have ledgers yeah, okay. basically yeah, ledgers. a cold That's wallet yeah. cold wallet yeah. Yep, yeah. yep yep nice speaking of crypto do you see it making a comeback i'm not gonna lie since my whole crypto situation i <laughs> you know i kind of definitely took a huge step back you know i don't yeah. i'm not involved in crypto like that anymore okay. not like i really was but I mean, yeah. So, like, I, I used to have a bit of crypto. Obviously, I I gave it all to the to the people that had lost stuff. Yeah, what I was involved in, right? So, I gave all my crypto basically away. Um, so you know, I plus everything, all the drama. Like, I just don't have an interest. You know? Yeah. Like a bad taste in your mouth. Yeah, exactly. You know, 
like I was speaking to you, I was like, I, I still do like the technology in Bitcoin, the technology in Ethereum. I mm -hmm. think it's really cool, especially with the way generally the world could be going, you know, mm -hmm. this bank collapsed the other day, whatever's right. going on. So, so I, I like the technology, what it can achieve in the future. Um, but, but yeah, generally I, I don't, I don't stay in crypto. I, I kind of kept whatever I had then. I've just held that. And that's, that's that really makes it. sense. Yeah, do, do you still talk to Sam Pepper at all or not? But no, I hate that. <laughs> no, bro, I don't like Sam Pepper. Um, I, you know, like nobody likes nobody likes him, mm -hmm. unfortunately. And it is a, it is a sad thing because he doesn't have any friends. We were his, you know, he had a great group of real friends out here that he truly betrayed. Mm -hmm. Um, and he doesn't. It's sad because he doesn't have any friends, man. Like I, I think about that sometimes. That's crazy. But but no we don't talk to sam um jarvis was in dubai once and sam was happened to be in the same hotel as jarvis i wasn't in, in dubai and he wow. goes he goes up to jarvis and he was like yo what's up buddy what's up man and jarvis <laughs> looking at him like bro are you tripping <laughs> like are you actually tripping and he was with his girlfriend hannah um who i still love like she's a great girl mm. And um, Jarvis said he could see how upset Hannah was, and that made that made me upset because you know someone else get in in the crossfire of just our uh, our beef, whatever whatever that is. Right. Just it sucks, you know, the Jarvis for Hannah. But yeah, no, that that guy, no, never, never have, never I have no intention of ever speaking to him ever again. It's not worth losing good friends over money. No, 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 it's definitely not. And at the end of the day, like, what, like, what you. All we have is our family and friends, right? Like that's so I'm very big on family, you know. Mm -hmm. So like, when I when I go home, like, and I sit down, I'm like, wow, this is really all you need, you know. Imagine not having this. Yeah. Imagine having millions of dollars, but not this. No, thank you. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like me personally, I would never want that. So you'd rather have good friends and family and be broke than to have millions but be alone? Any day of the, any day, mm. any day. I would rather work a nine to five normal job leave my job and go meet out with my good best friends go home to my mom and dad you know my family see my brother see my girlfriend i couldn't imagine living a life where you just don't have like that you know that core group of, mm. of people i agree yeah. i agree i've lived a lonely life like in college when i was okay. focused on the business absolutely and i was depressed to be yeah, honest yeah exactly you know what i'm saying like you that that i i've been in your shoes i've been you know that's kind of why i feel like i i i can say that because you know when i was when i moved to america as well i was like you know oh let's work let's work let's work go mm -hmm. home no 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 all that all that stuff and um you know as i got older i definitely realized that you know this isn't what this isn't what you need and obviously after everything that happened to me spent a year at home and i was like wow like i needed this like mm -hmm. I, I needed to just be grounded again yeah it's really good so if you could fight anyone in the world mm. who would it be in a boxing match in a boxing match. oh wow Ooh his first fight too yeah <laughs> i mean oh mate who would i who would i fight? you got to start off on a win yeah exactly you can't start off zero and one i mean true. yeah i was meant to fight this guy called king kenny i was injured had a lot of stuff going on obviously back then um i'd definitely like to beat him mm. he you know i i definitely can beat him okay uh swarms would be a cool fight he's about to fight deji this weekend okay yeah that would be another cool fight if you guys don't know who that is do you um, think you could beat deji right now right now don't know because he's like what one in four or something yeah yeah exactly but i know he trains up let's, let's see how he goes this week and obviously anybody i go in the ring with i'm gonna beat right that's my mentality like right. i'm gonna win but 
I'm I'm not gonna lie to myself and pretend my boxing skills are on a level that they're not. Right, you know what right, I'm saying? Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm training really hard. My coach Otis um, does say, you just gotta take your time, stay relaxed. My relaxation is gonna come from within. I'm a very, can be tight. I can be up like that and I'm like this. So just staying loose. You got like, what do they say? You got be water, sting like a butterfly, whatever they're trying oh, to- Oh, Bruce Lee. Yeah, yeah, you know what Classic. I'm saying? So, uh, so working all of that, but, uh, but yeah, man, no, that okay. would- that Have you boxed, Charlie? I have uh, in high school and college. Not nice. anywhere at the level that, you know, the YouTube, a lot of YouTube stars are doing it yeah. nowadays. Yeah. But I'm fascinated with it, right? Cause like when I was doing it, everyone was nuts about the UFC. Mm. All right. And now it seems to be a slowly tipping of the scales yep. back to boxing being the heavy promotion. Mm, I mean, you're yep. seeing Connor wants to box. Yeah. Nate Diaz is about to box. Yeah. And I think everybody finally realized you're going to make a lot more money in boxing than UFC fighting. And a lot of the UFC's valuation comes from the labor laws that they're able to put on their fighters. True. And that's where they get that. I think they got a, like a 2 or $3 billion valuation recently is the yeah. UFC. Yeah. yeah. And then you've got John Jones right potentially the greatest fighter in the history of mankind yeah. making like 300k a year which is great money but i read at one point during the height of his nonsense when he first won the belt he was making less than his brother who was like a backup defensive lineman for the new england patriots wow so i want to wow. see the ufc fighters get paid properly and until that happens, I love seeing boxing take off more. And more. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I know Jake Paul's a big advocate for for you know UFC fighter pay, and I definitely agree. UFC fighter pay should be way higher than that. I did yeah. not know it was that. Don't get three hundred grand is a lot of money, but that's crazy. Yeah, yeah, really. Why are the boxing payouts so much higher? Well, they're all so they're all negotiated independently. Mm. Whereas, like you've got you know like Don King promotions, or uh, I think Oscar De La Hoya's is Golden Boy yep, promotions yep, and stuff like yep. that. So every time a major boxing match goes down, right, two parties come to the table and they divvy up the pie, right? right. You've got the pay per view money coming in. You've got the ticket from you know uh, Wembley or wherever you're going to have it, or yep, you know, yeah. And all that stuff is divided amongst everybody in the UFC. The UFC owns the arena. The UFC owns the pay per view. Mm -hmm. The UFC owns the you know every all the rights to promote anything. If you want to sell merchandise, the UFC owns that. Wow! Right, so they control everything. They got a three hundred and sixty deal. They've got a three hundred and sixty deal. So mm -hmm. boxing, it's always like you show up. If you've got a good negotiator, you're going to get yourself a piece of the pie. Mm. In the UFC, it's if you want a chance, you're going to take what we give you, and if you don't like it, there's Bellator. Interesting. Wow, I had no idea. It was yeah, like I didn't that know. crazy. No. Do UFC fighters get a percent of the PPV? I think they have to negotiate it. I believe that most do not. I believe the top tier, you know, your your Cormiers, your McGregors, your John Jones now, yeah. uh, they do. Mm. I'm not even sure that, like, you know, your Nate and Nick Diaz's of the world get a share of the pay-per-view. I would wow. have to look into it. I think they pre-negotiated ahead of time. Wow. But I know a lot's been happening with the UFC and pay, so it's constantly changing right now. But if they don't pick it up, they're going to... I mean, they literally just lost Conor McGregor to boxing. He switched over? I mean, pretty much. He, I mean, he's fought a couple of times yeah, since he made the switch. Yeah. But since he fought Mayweather, like, he hasn't been the same UFC fighter. Absolutely. His 100% focus has never been on UFC since he got that boxing money. Yeah, he felt that payday. Yeah, yeah. He got that, that bag. Yeah, yeah. that's crazy. <laughs> I mean, it's nuts how big boxing is getting. Like, you can literally go on Google Trends and see, like. Yeah, I saw it, that. It's like the biggest it's ever been, ever. Yeah, you Which can make is, millions off it. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. That's great. You got Jake Paul. What did he make? Like thirty million or something? What? Yeah, from Holy that from that Tommy Fury fight. I think that's what just Jake Paul made. Holy yeah. crap! And I think <laughs> yeah. the boxers owe a lot to the content creators right now. The a lot of the the YouTube stars that are getting into it, 
because they brought the mainstream back to boxing. Yeah. Right. These fights were already going on. Right. I went to the Wilder Fury fight, all that stuff. Yes. But, you know, like seeing Alex Wasabi win that YouTube tournament that happened a couple of years ago, or yeah. like, you know, seeing Logan and Jake get in fights with all these famous people, that's what's making all these people who have been addicted to social media interested in boxing again. Facts. So, absolutely. I think boxing owes a lot to the content creators that are bringing the mainstream back to boxing. Yeah, no, I, I do. I, I think I did see Mike Tyson talk about that as well, mm -hmm. which is really cool. Wow, no, it's it's super inspiring actually on that topic. Like, there's a there's a guy that in London, like a fan of Jarvis, and I used to make videos, and Jarvis inspired this kid to start boxing, and now he's fighting for like a championship. He's like 13 years old. What? You know what I'm saying? Like, so all wow. the, all these guys that have been fans of us are actually like getting into healthy sport boxing. You know, very masculine, good thing I believe for for someone's life. You know, so it's super cool super inspiring actually you That's guys can insane. get your own little army going soon yeah literally boxing <laughs> is it true boxers are not allowed to have sex before their fight no yeah you can't jarvis was celibate for i don't know how long exactly for but weeks wow month to a week yeah there's like a there's like a time where you stop that you like peak your testosterone um and no yeah jarvis jarvis right before his last fight stopped and then afterwards obviously <laughs> <laughs> But you know, you know. But seriously, that is a that is a real thing. That yeah. is a real thing. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't spoken to my girlfriend yet about that, but. Oh, you might have to let her know. No, the yeah. talk is coming. She's chilling. She's the chilling. talk. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, speaking actually. of your girlfriend. Yeah. She does do OnlyFans. Yeah, she does. She does. Yeah. Were you? Did you know that going into the relationship, or was it like a surprise? No, no, I I did know. So, my Charlotte's relationship. Like, I've known her for six years, right? We dated for three years, broke up for two years, and then got back together roughly like a a year-ish ago hmm. um she started doing only fans right before i i got back with her um but I, you know i'm all for it you know i i absolutely love it i think you know if if all these girls nowadays that you know weren't able to make that money before can go online and kind of basically do what they were doing on instagram maybe a bit more hmm. and, and and make an insane healthy living from it i'm all for that you know um i actually do a lot of work with charlotte and and other people as well and kind of like empowering their content uplifting them on social media wow. kind of helping them get views and stuff that convert to, to only fans and you know really really helping them grow their brands and everything so interesting I mean, i'm i'm all for it i i think it's honestly great you know there is there is downsides to you know the who who's looking at it right you know like what age is the person looking at it but i know only fans specifically make sure you submit an id right to to go on the website so that gives you some sort of comfortability because you, you don't want to ever think you're pushing something to the wrong to the wrong people that's just yeah that's oh what... i didn't know only fans made you do that interesting yeah yeah no because i i did i remember asking charlotte i was like so wait before we get into this like I, I don't want anybody under the age of 18 to even be able to see this like that's just but... messed up so no she's like oh no no frazier look this you submit your id so no, that was really cool and um interesting yeah so i kind of basically do what i did with phase and everything but now for just like individual people me and my team help um make like lots of content for these girls and it goes really well for them they actually yeah. really enjoy it i know only fans agencies that make millions bro yeah yeah bro there's so many nowadays yeah. they make so much money right like i've been on calls with these guys i'm like yo like it's what? insane yeah and they only need a few clients like lexi's crushing it yep Who's Lexi? Sorry, Lexi Pantera. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, that's I his uh, best friend. Oh, nice. Yeah. Oh, I've heard of her. That's awesome. She's awesome. Uh, she's killing it, and she's she's rerouting a lot of money back into her music career. No way. And it's good to just see like yeah, you know, what I mean? people like, be able to fund their dreams. Exactly, man. Right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah, that's I'm all for it. I mean, like if someone's willing to pay for it, why yeah. not do it? You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like someone's there, gonna buy it. They're not gonna buy yours. They're gonna buy hers. So 
is there a fine line for your girlfriend where you draw it and you're like, I don't want you doing that type of content or is there no limit? <sighs> See, at the start, honestly, I'm, it, it, it definitely is something I, I was eased into, right? Like, yeah. uh, for sure, was eased into it. But the more I see Charlotte love doing it, right? I never want to, like the same way I love doing whatever I love doing, like my boxing, whatever, like, you know, she really does enjoy it. She loves it. You know, she, she's a gorgeous girl. She has a beautiful body and she, you know, they love showing it off. Um, mm -hmm. When it comes to limits, you know, I've spoken to her as well. I was like, so, you know, before I got too far into it, I was like, so what are your limits? Like, what are you going to do? What are you going to not do? And we kind of, you know, I, I agreed on her comfortability level. I was like, all right, that's, that's cool. Because, you know, at the end of the day, you really do have to think long-term as well. Like, am I happy with my kids seeing this in 20 years? Right. right. Am I happy with my grandkids seeing this? You know, are my kids going to get harassed? You know what I'm saying? Like all that, all that stuff that could potentially come with it. Mm. Um, so to, to be on like a, a good mutual term with, you know, whoever you're doing it with is great. But no, generally I'm very comfortable. And you know, if she wanted to do more, I would support that. You know, it's, it's at the end of the day, it's her decision. You know, I, I can either be there for it or not. She can do what she wants to do, you know? Right. Yeah. Because I know some girls are doing like the, the dick pic ratings and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, she she does that. She does that? <laughs> what is yeah. that? What is the dick pic rating? Yeah, bro. Guys I swear I heard of... So the dick pics that they get, they, they guys get send their dick yeah. pic. Right. They pay, first they send of all, it. to send it. Okay. And, and then, then they get a rating. And then she literally rates it okay yeah so like oh don't get me wrong i was uh, i have seen her do it a few times i'm like <laughs> <laughs> you know what i'm saying but at the end of the day you know it's just uh, yeah it's i funny. don't know she likes it man i guess like, if you're gonna get those it. messages anyways exactly right they like, get it on instagram anyways. they're gonna fill the inbox no matter yeah. what. yeah i mean yeah i've seen her instagram messages and i'm like yo jesus don't want to see that yeah. right it's yeah it's horrible but dude i got one on instagram the other day a oh, dick pic God. yeah i was like are you serious like right <laughs> yeah <laughs> It was some crazy ex-girlfriend, someone I follow. She sent a dick pic of him because I follow him. Oh, my god! I was gosh. like, are you serious? That's crazy. If anyone's out there, please don't send us dick pics. Please. <laughs> no, no. That's all we ask. Yeah, please. <laughs> yeah, unsolicited dick pics are not the move, man. No. No, 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 no. no, no. Not at all. Definitely not. Frazier, it's been a blast, man. Thank Any, you, likewise. Uh, Thank you guys for having me on. Yeah. Absolutely. Any closing thoughts, words of wisdom? All right, man. <laughs> Secure your cybersecurity. <laughs> yeah stay secure stay safe yes all right well there you have it guys digital social hour thanks for tuning in see you guys next time